What's up, Videolanders? I'm your host, Brad Hawkins, and with me tonight is my co-host, Seth Fisher, and calling all the way from Florida is Jeremy Clifford. Thanks for joining us tonight, Jeremy. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. And to all of our listeners, welcome to episode number 362. Tonight we'll be talking about the Joker. But first, I want to remind everyone that you can find us on AdventuresInVideoLand.com or on our Facebook at Adventures in Videoland. We are critics with attitude. Seth, how do we do things in the Dragon's Lair? So when we broadcast from the Dragon's Lair, there are two rules. Rule number one, there are spoilers abound. If you have not seen The Joker, go watch it. Then come back here and listen to our thoughts on The Joker because we are going to ruin it. The other thing is that we are critics with attitude. So... There is going to be some locker room talk. This is not like your grandma's podcast. You might want to put the kids to bed. We could get a little intense tonight. I got banned from my own group today. I can't even post this. I can't even post this until you Sunday. Want, you want me to do it? Someone's going to have to post it. I'll do it. I don't even know what I did. I'll do it. So just yeah. throwing that out there. I got I got banned from <laughs> Adventures in Videoland. Uh, no, it, was it? I don't know. I don't know. Was it Revengeance? Someone reported me for was something. It, yeah, you're I, like, I have no idea. Yeah, or, I gotcha. Well, it's about time. It's about <laughs> <laughs> You've been a hoodlum. Dude, I think I've posted a hundred like, dick memes. Exactly, that's you know? what I'm saying. Swamp thing with his dick hanging it's, out. Yeah, it's probably it finally caught up to you. Where it's like, <laughs> this guy's shopping dicks everywhere. I'm, uh, I'm talking to support right now, and uh, you know they're looking into it. And so I expect for them to, to look into it and be like, oh, yeah, Mr. McBoom. Um... We eventually we, we caught up with you, dude. Yeah, stop whining. Ninety-four percent of your posts have been dicks. Exactly. <laughs> so we, uh, yeah, we're gonna keep this ban on you until Sunday night, <laughs> <laughs> and hope to God you can find God. It's yeah. like. <laughs> So, yeah, what'd you say? Zuckerberg's not a fan of AV? Yeah, I think that's it. It's just Zuckerberg doesn't like AV. <laughs> <laughs> he's scrolling through all these movie sites and he's like, AV. Son of a bitch bastard. Exactly. You know what I'm going to do? Oh, clearly he's the ringleader of this uh, this ban of hoodlums. And just ban him till Sunday. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ban this dick pic motherfucker. Exactly. All right, guys. Days ought to do it. All right, guys. Joker is already breaking records. It grossed $93.5 million just over the weekend, which is the biggest October opening ever. I think it just beat out Venom. Yeah, it eked out Venom. Yeah, it's currently sitting at 90% on Rotten Tomatoes by the fans, um, 69% critic score, and this is really interesting. Joker is currently the ninth highest ranking movie of all time on IMDb. Check it out. With wow. a score of 8.8. So scores are all over the place. A lot of different opinions. but uh, And people are walking out of the theater because they're so disgusted by the violence. All right. So let's break it down. Let's start with the violence. Um, was this movie too dark or intense for your sensibilities? Jeremy, let's start with you. I wouldn't say it was too violent. I mean, I think that there's definitely some some mental health things there that could make people uncomfortable if they uh, have not addressed that in their own lives. But um, the violence, I mean, there's way more violent movies out there. 300 was 300 times more violent than this. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I agree, man. I think there's some uncomfortable moments. You know, the movie deals with real-life mental issues, you know, uh, mental illness. So, mm -hmm. uh, but man, fuck. Yeah, you just said, dude, Rambo was more violent and more gory than this. I mean, in Rambo, he's ripping out people's hearts and showing it to them. He's chopping off heads, you know? But uh, this movie doesn't even break my my top 10 darkest, most violent, most intense movies. I think uh, I think a lot of this vibe 
is kind of manufactured by the media, but I had no problem whatsoever with the violence or the tone. And, you know, I don't think it promotes violence either, man. I did a, an AV quickie on this subject. Go check it out. But yeah, I was completely fine with the, uh, the tone or the vibe of this movie. What do you think, Steph? So I think that, you know, there are some uncomfortable moments in this movie, but I think it's meant to be uncomfortable. I mean, that's that's clearly what Todd Phillips was trying to do, is, you know, put us in the room with them and in and, and, and the situations. I actually felt like the violence was handled really well. Like, I mean, how many people die in this movie? Like, four? You know, yeah, I think... Uh, if that... And I was going to say... Six or seven, but not yeah, many. Not, yeah, not very many. Yeah, so you like, had the two, the two cops. The two cops. On the subway? Oh, yeah. And I don't but you don't really see killed. it. Yeah, yeah, so you that... know, I was just thinking the ones that he kills. Like, he kills the three guys on the subway. Uh-huh. But that's all, like, the lights are going on and off while that's yeah. happening. So it's so pretty, pretty tame. tame. Yeah, it's yeah. really tame. And he shoots that guy in the back. But it's pretty far away, too, when he does it. And then he shoots De Niro. But that's pretty it's, tame. It is really tame because it's also, like, through the eye and pretty far away. Like, it's not even that, like, crazy. And then when he stabs his friend in the neck... I'm pretty sure that's all CG blood all over him, or at least I thought it looked really CG. Yeah, I thought it looked really good. No, but... I thought it looked good. I just didn't think it looked yeah. very real. That yeah, was I didn't the, think uh... it looked... But I've seen I've seen darker movies. Yeah, I've seen more I, violent movies. Yeah, definitely. I was gonna say, oh my gosh, uh, you, you know, watch not even the most recent Rambo, the Rambo from two thousand eight. Like, I mean, that's super violent. Yeah, him on yeah. the uh, the back of a yeah, on the, with a chain gun. 50 yeah. Cal. yeah, he's just chopping limbs <laughs> off and stuff like that. You know, like yeah. I mean, goodness gracious, watch the raid. Watch, I mean, like good, like there's all kinds of brutal. Watch movies Watch Ichi out the there. Killer. Watch fucking you know. There's there's a lot more yeah. violent movies. Definitely. And like I said, I can understand some people being uncomfortable because of the. Uh, I I think it's the context. The con- yeah yeah exactly. it's just like this is this the, I mean it, he's the scare one of the scariest pieces of fiction most popular pieces of uh, uh, he's arguably the most popular villain in Western fiction. Yeah. Easily the most noticeable besides maybe Darth Vader, but I mean like and that just comes with the territory. You know what I mean? Oh. Heath Ledger died because yeah. of the Joker. I think a lot of this is people just so shot up movie theaters because of the Joker. Yeah, yeah that like I actually I think it's um, hot it's topic kind of exists because of the Joker. Yeah, I think it's all manufactured. <laughs> just uh, they just want to find something. They just mm-hmm. want to talk about something. I mm-hmm. think it's it's I think it's so stupid. But yeah. uh, do you think the media was pissed that no one blew up a theater? I don't know when did when you went was there a police officer? Yeah, there was. Yeah, I was gonna say we had a police officer in Lafayette, Indiana. Yeah, we had a police officer, but you know what he was doing? He was up front just talking to the hot chick running the cash register. Yeah, yeah, he wasn't even checking anybody's bags. So uh, he was just enjoying that overtime. I gotcha. See, we had a guy like ours was like at the door, like checking, uh, really? like he wasn't like checking our bags or anything, but he was, and then like. Uh, twice during the movie, I noticed people walked up and down the sides and stopped for a while, really? and then uh, yeah. But that was opening night. So what about you, Jeremy? Did you have a cop at your at your viewing? No, I mean I live in old people country, so they put up a sign that said we reserve the right to look through your bag, but they weren't looking through bags. <laughs> and then I went, you know, opening weekend, and there were maybe only like eight people in the theater. So yeah. I had heard. <laughs> um, I had heard rumor that like there was a reliable source that was like that contacted Goodrich that said that there was some sort of that there was like a threat. No shit. Yeah, supposedly. Jeez. I don't know. Again, and it, it is weird. Like we kept joking about that. It was like, well, it's pretty sad. This well, that's is kind a, of manufactured at this point this too. Because if you keep movie. on saying that someone's going to blow up a theater, yeah, then I think someone's going to try to blow, blow up, up a theater. theater you yeah, know? I was gonna. Say, well, I mean, we just kept saying this kind of sucks. This is the last movie we're gonna see. <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I had a bulletproof vest, so I was Yeah, oh, you were good. All right, okay. <laughs> what was the worst thing that you heard, though? I didn't hear really anything negative. I heard that there was some guy in New York that was just, like, cheering 
every time like there was a violent scene oh, on the screen. I saw like a image. And a lot on... of people jetted for the exit signs. Oh, uh, <laughs> I had heard rumor that a uh, uh, out in California about the bag or whatever. There was a suspicious bag that emptied a theater. Really? That someone left a bag. Jesus Christ! Yeah. Well, probably nothing, right? It was just a bag. Oh, I don't know, but I mean, still... get the fuck out of here! It's Dude, an incel. I mean, any way, you, any way you want to look at it, I mean... <laughs> it's a fucking incel. I mean, bag. I don't know. I mean. <laughs> I mean, it's better safe than sorry. I mean, I what would, would you want to blow up from a bag? Well, I was thinking about this. So this guy, the guy that was in New York, and he was just screaming at the uh, at the screen when it, you know, whenever anybody got shot. He was, uh, well, how would you react to that? If, like, he joking he shit like somewhere. He's like, he's like, yeah! I'd be like. I would say, Alicia, calm down. <laughs> I, would, I would say, hey, can you... Uh, he's ruining my movie experience. <laughs> I'd go tell somebody. Uh, yeah, that would be free. I don't think I'd run for the exit sign. Yeah, I'd be I like, either. this guy's fucked up or he's drunk or he's having a good time. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that would be kind of Put him in Hobbs and Shaw. But then I saw can... a picture of him and he would look like he was 20, he had cargo shorts on and, Hey. You know, no, but no, he just looked like your <laughs> average dude. I think he would just stone out of his mind. Okay, that might be it. But yeah, no, I didn't hear anything like yeah. super negative happening, you no. know? So, and I don't think so. So no mass shootings. That's... Good. That's good. It's positive. That's a positive. Positive. Thing. We don't <laughs> but, want mass shootings. Our editor, Matt Wade, I want to give him a shout out. He wrote a funny piece for the website titled, White Rage Against the Hollywood Machine. <laughs> Here's a line from the article. Still white men gave the film an A-plus cinema score, while all others gave it still a respectable A-minus. Police report no fatalities over the weekend, but are content with the overtime pay. Hey, I wasn't hoping that anyone would die, but it's a bit of a letdown, you know, stated Sergeant Jack Olson of the Los Angeles Police Department. It's like I strapped on my vest and loaded my gun for nothing. Joaquin is in beast mode, and that chick from Deadpool was really hot. (laughs) (laughs) So you can read the entire article on the website. I thought that was funny. But uh, let's move on to Joaquin Phoenix, all right? Is he really Oscar-worthy? You know, what did you think of his performance? Joe Joaquin. Joe Joaquin. Yeah. You know, I think that he's one of the shiny... Like, if I had to pick, like, the best part about the movie, it's him. Like, I mean, I believe it. He's front and center, too, He's man. great, yeah. He runs the entire movie. Yeah, I was gonna say. And I mean, he he's great. I mean, there's not much to say about it other than, like, he... I mean, he captivates you. He sucks you in. Yeah. He does a really, really good job. Um, and a different job, too. That's what I like, because I don't think that he's channeling anybody. I think he's really making it his own. Yeah. It's yeah. early, but what do you think, man? Best lead? I mean, I definitely think that he deserves the nod either way, but uh, but I, I don't know. Maybe. What do you think? Yeah, right now he's um, he's a man to beat, I think, this Oscar season. You know, mm-hmm. um, if he doesn't get nominated, I think it's going to be because of the controversy yeah. you know, that, that surrounds this movie, or it's going to be because Heath Ledger already won an Oscar for this character, oh, and they I don't want to give it out twice. You yeah. know? Um, but man, yeah, the, there's moments in this movie where he's laughing, yeah. and he doesn't want to laugh, and it comes off funny. It comes off disturbing. I mean, he is so good in this. And, yeah, he blew me away. What did you think, Jeremy? Yeah, I thought he was great. And, I mean, I think that anybody who, who knows somebody with mental illness uh, can can say that, like, he was spot on. Just the, the way that he was able to twist and turn, like, on a dime and you believed he was calm at one second. You believed he was crazy at the next. You believed that he had something messed up going on with you know whatever laughing disorder or whatever he had um when he was on he was really on in the movie there were just a couple moments where i didn't believe the laugh but um but the rest of it was was spot on i think i think he gets a nod no matter what i don't know 
things because the academy is the academy but um but if he doesn't get a nod i'll be really surprised yeah that'll be something if he does not get a nod you yeah know, he needs to get nominated but who's better in your opinion all right jack heath or joaquin Oh, gosh. Or Jared Leto. Oh, God. You know, like, I, gosh, I wanted to talk about him tonight, <laughs> Mr. Leto. Um, I mean, I still think I have to go... I think I would probably put Joaquin third. Really? I really wow. Yeah, I like what he did. Mm-hmm. But looking at it as a whole, they like, I still like Jack. And then I still think that Heath captured more of what the Joker is. Um, but I, I don't want to take anything away from Joaquin, so I think I'd still put him at third. Man. That's just me. Yeah. I know I know it's tough. Yeah, it, is, I, t- it I, is tough. Because they're all capturing different e- essence yeah. of the perform- this. The performances are all so different. Yeah, and it's like one of those things where it's like, you know, you and I, I know this is going to be like a crazy analogy, but imagine that like we're all blindfolded, like the three of us, and we're all touching an elephant or something like that. And it's like, describe what you're touching, but we're all like grabbing different parts of yeah. it. Yeah, that it's like, and that's what they're doing, is they're... Um, they're all portraying different aspects of him in different ways. I don't know. I'm sure Av hates me now because I'm not saying that no. He's they're all the... no. They're all great, man. The performances yeah. are so different. Yeah. But if I have to pick one, I might, and I'm I'm saying might, might, yeah. I might go Joaquin Phoenix. Really? Like, yeah, dude. And every time I think the Joker can't get better, yeah, it does, or it at least matches the one before it. You know, and what about uh, Leto. Except for, well, yeah, his Joker sucked, so not him. But it's an interesting take on it. That's the whole yeah. thing. At least it's different. So. It's okay, different, fine, whatever. But it's different. It sure is different. Yeah. But I don't like it. Well, it's not that I, yeah, again, I don't like it. I don't like it I think either. anybody could do what, what Leto's doing. The reason I might go Phoenix is he's front and center of the whole movie, because all the other Jokers have played supporting roles. Yeah. And Joaquin Phoenix, I mean, he's the lead of this movie. You know, he, he drives this movie forward. Yeah. And he is so good. I mean, I don't think there's a... Is there a scene that he's not in in this movie? Very few, right? Yeah, I was going to say, few. he's not talking, maybe. Yeah, yeah He's I don't so know. good. I might go Joaquin Phoenix. What do you think, Jeremy? Well, I mean, Leto's obviously my number one. Um, <laughs> Amen. <laughs> I, I mean, I agree with you, Seth, that the, the, the Leto is a different take, but, like, he doesn't do it any justice. Like, if a good actor had done that, maybe that could have been an interesting Joker, but it's not. Um, and this is coming from the DCEU fanboy, right? Um, yeah. But it's a sucky Joker. <laughs> I, I think that maybe if... Uh, right now, I would put him second to, to Heath Ledger, but maybe if he had interacted with Batman, I, I don't know, because um, I'd be I'd be interested to see this type of Joker in, you know, uh, a more realized Gotham. But um, but at this point, I, I still think Heath Ledger's. I mean, you look at that opening scene from The Dark Knight. That's one of the best opening scenes yeah, it's ever really in um, in cinema, and you know exactly who that Joker is after that first five minutes, and so. I think he's still my number one. So let's talk about something that really triggered me on Facebook. I don't know if you guys uh, saw the comments, but it was right after I watched The Joker. Some people were saying, you know, in our Videoland group that The Joker didn't feel like a comic book movie. So what's your thoughts on that, Seth? Well, I think that it's kind of like kind of in, in 2000, you know, 2008 is a good example that like Iron Man and Dark Knight both came out and those both pushed the limits of what the genre can be. I think that this does the same thing, is that this is just genre bending, that yeah, it's not the cookie cutter thing that we've gotten the last, you know, 11 years or whatever, because that we've gotten used to getting three or four Marvel movies a year, yeah. and then 
other companies trying to mimic their success. So, yeah. So what if it doesn't feel like what we've gotten used to a comic book movie? Yeah, and Jack being... Nicholson didn't feel like Cesar Romero. No, he you didn't. You know what I'm saying? No, he didn't. And I, I was going to say, it didn't feel like the, the Superman movies that came before it, or like it, it was... Uh, it was a dark and gritty movie. I mean, yeah, uh, Batman 89, that's what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. But I mean, uh, it, Logan doesn't feel like the other X-Men movies. It's just, yeah, yeah you know what I mean? It, it's just, um, so so what? Who cares if it's yeah. different than what's going on? It, it'd be lame if everything was all the same. So I can appreciate that it's a different take on it. Yeah. Yeah. It really does feel like it's from a different time, which I appreciate. Yeah, man. yeah. There's yeah. things going on in this movie that, you know, I'll talk about it later, but with uh, Joaquin Phoenix, man, like he's always smoking. Yeah. You know, there's something about that. Like, yeah. That's it's such a seventies thing. Oh you know, yeah, it just no, adds didn't to think, yeah. his character. But yeah. yeah, no, this this reminds me a lot of the Killing Joke Man, arguably the most popular Joker comic. Right? We have it's it at arguably the, table. the most popular Batman comic book. Yeah, let we, alone most popular like graphic novel. Of yeah, all I'm time. rereading it now. Um, it's actually at the table tonight. But uh, yeah, but there's a lot of similarities. Read the back of that, Seth. What's that say? One bad day. Yeah, the through line of the Killing Joke is. What? All it takes is one bad day. That's exactly the story that we get in the Joker movie. And um, yeah. it's drawn out a little longer, which is more believable, I think, than just one bad day. It's kind of a lifetime of shit. Yeah. And then everything just kind of snowballs. Um, and I love that the Joker is an unreliable narrator. You know, this is the Joker through and through. Uh, here's another quote from The Killing Joke. If I have to have a past then I prefer it to be multiple choice. multiple choice. I mean, remember Heath Ledger's scars, you know? Want to know how I got these scars, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, he was an unreliable narrator. Same in this movie. And uh, in The Killing Joke, he's an aspiring stand-up comic. You know, same here. And at the end of this movie, it's literally a killing joke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? So, um, and another thing, I've always pictured Gotham in the 80s, ever since uh, Dark Knight Returns. So... You know, this was the Gotham I wanted. This is the comic book movie I wanted ever since that first footage of, of Joker when it came out. So I loved it. I think it definitely feels like you were you and I were talking, Seth, uh, before Jeremy called, and it's not like it's a straight adaptation of Killing yeah. Joke, but there are elements and themes that that you know make up the Joker character here, oh, yeah. and I think this is a perfect origin story um, for a gritty Joker. What do you think, Jeremy? Yeah, I agree. I think some of the confusion is coming from, you know, Todd Phillips and his interviews. You know, he's he's making this big deal about how it didn't need to be a comic book movie or it's, you know, it's really not that. It's just the character. But but that's not really true. I mean, there's some very clear ties and there's he's definitely relying on the world of Gotham um, and, and the city a bit. Uh, obviously, the tone's very different, but um, I did get some of the feelings of like, the first Superman with Christopher Reeve, like the way that that was filmed in the seventies and uh, just the way that the world worked, the way that the people were, um, there were some similarities in this movie to that. Obviously that's a very happy, um, upbeat tone and this is not, but, um, what do you think of some of those connections I made with the killing joke? Yeah, I think there were. And I think that Joaquin Phoenix drew some from that. I, I couldn't really put, like a, a finger on it, but, um, you know, some of his movements and the cadence of how he was saying things is very similar to how, um, Mark Hamill voices it in that movie. And, um, and like, you know, his dance and things like the, the way he was moving his arms is very similar to, to some of the stuff they do there. So I think Joaquin Phoenix, um, took some 
inspiration from that. And obviously, um, there's some ties story-wise with it as well. Yeah, I think I was listening to a couple interviews. I don't know if you heard these as well, Seth, but uh, I think it was Todd Phillips saying that there was no connection with the killing joke and that uh, they, they weren't influenced by it. But I'm calling bullshit on that, man, because there's a lot of things that I see thematically mm-hmm. with the killing joke. Obviously, it's completely different. You have Batman and the killing joke, and a lot of it takes place yeah. at an amusement park. And you know, But man, just the, the through line and some of the other things are definitely there. No, it's, it's very there in spirit. Right? If that makes sense. Did you ever hear him say that he wasn't influenced no, by the killing I've joke? No, I've tried not. I don't know, man. Ever, like... I. From what I've heard, because I've heard people like talking about, oh, you got to see this interview with him, and I'm just like, he sounds like a dick. <laughs> yeah, I, I like what he's saying. Okay, dude. I don't know. Like, I mean, I just like, like the big quote he's taking shit for is, is the, the uh, try doing comedy, comedy in a one generation. Yeah, in 2019. It's Fucking just like, hey, I, I completely agree with dude, that. Dude, but you could watch Brooklyn Nine Nine. There's plenty of funny things. There is, but but I mean, like, like he's being a baby. Like our he's comedy like, is completely different. I would say, you know, definitely. And uh, I like the harder stuff, you know. And yeah. there's some things like the Dave Chappelle comedy, Sticks and Stones. I think is a masterpiece. And I think you know, comedians should be able to take that giant step over the line. And uh, he's saying, yeah, I can't make those kinds of movies because if I do, I'm going to get roasted. Yeah. You know? So well, he is responsible for The Hangover. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Because <laughs> the master of cinema that was. Uh, so there you go. Well, let's uh, let's talk about something that uh, could take this. We can get deep into this, so let's try to just give some really clear thoughts here if we can. But I brought up the quote: "If I have to have a past, then I prefer multiple choice." So, guys, what's fake and what's real in this movie? I think they left it vague for for a reason. I think you, as the viewer, kind of get to choose, right? Like, especially with his um, his. The big one, obviously, is is that he is possibly Thomas Wayne's son, right? And they go through that whole thing and let you think that maybe it's fake, but then he crinkles up the, the photo of his mother with, with like, the, the nice note um, on the back from Thomas Wayne, like, saying, hey, you know, I would, I would uh, you know, be a, a predator for you or whatever it says. I don't remember. It says but, always, um, always have a smile. Or something like yeah. that, yeah. <laughs> exactly, something like, woman, you should smile more. Um, but, uh, so, th- there was, I like the ambiguity in that. I-, I read some articles where people think the whole movie was fake, right, because he's at the, um, the mental institution at the end, and the therapist looks kind of like the social worker. And so, I, I read an article where-, where some people were thinking that the entire movie is just this joke that he has in his head i don't believe that i think that that we we saw you know a narrative but um but obviously his delusions any of it could have been um like was the was the interview at the end you know on the tonight show really real who knows um so i i think that that you have to decide as the viewer i think most of it was real um but I, th- I know others disagree with me. I think, I, so guys, I can't wait to talk about this over the years. You know, I think it's going to be a fun conversation to keep on coming back to, but I need to see it again, but I'm open to some interpretations. I haven't had the opportunity to kind of wrap my mind around of all, all of this. As of right now, I think I agree with you, Jeremy. I have no idea. What's What are you thinking? Okay, so I'm going to disagree with you guys. Okay. All right, so I... You're out of here. Yeah, exactly. Kick me out of here. <laughs> <laughs> um, what? Oh, I'm blocked. <laughs> um, 
So I completely and utterly believe, and I, I've not read any articles. This is like literally as soon as I walked out of Straight the theater. Straight from the soul. Well, I talked to you the next day, uh, and I was like, hey, I don't think any of this movie happened. And I go, yeah, everyone's saying that. Yeah, well, I guess, <laughs> yeah, but I legitimately, okay, so this is how I'm going to back it up, because early on in the movie, he they she talks to him about how... Um, uh, you know, what was it like when you were there? And it shows him headbutting the, the the window or whatever, the door. And then also, I think that you can take a cue from people not with what how they're interacting with him when he says something weird. Like when he's in the comedy club and he's writing down sexual jokes, always funny. That's the stuff I can't wait to rewatch. So when he's when he's la- he's laughing at the wrong parts, everyone's just looking forward. No one's looking at him and being That's weird. Yeah, so he's misimagining that as opposed to when he's playing with that kid on the bus. She's like, "Hey, she get interacts away. with him. Yep, get away with get away from my kid." So I think that he probably heard that Thomas and Martha Wayne died, and he is uh, he just re- he uh, imagined this whole thing with her. Yeah, I have no yeah. idea. And I, the, I love this multiple choice. I yeah. love, and I think that's a big takeaway for me here, is yeah. that the Joker is an unreliable narrator. And yeah. that it needs to be like that because he's the Joker. So I love that we get this multiple choice and then we can talk about these things. Yeah, and something I don't like about this movie is that I feel like a lot of it is like, he's kind of in the right place at the right time. Like a lot of happenstance. It's like, you know, he shoots those guys on the subway because he's getting beat up. And then all of a sudden, like this whole big... Uh, this uh, this big cause co- comes around. See, him. that's where I think um, it's this movie's almost bulletproof to review because yeah. it's like maybe that didn't happen. Maybe yeah. he did shoot those guys because yeah. he's crazy and he was defending himself. Yeah. But maybe that's yeah. the you know. But I like that though. Maybe too. he's delusional about the yeah the it, movement. And it, well, it's weird too to think about that. Like he's on that cop car at the end. All right, such and a it, great scene. Yeah, and it's cool. But and it also reminded me a lot of Watchmen, like how uh, it looked and yeah. everything. Don't you think that like. But uh, the Joker's Messiah moment. Yeah, exactly. So cool. He puts on he he puts the final smile on, and he he's and then it's like, how did he ever get caught? Yeah, all those people were there. Yeah, They're like they aren't gonna let anybody get their king or their god. You know yeah. what I mean? So it just is. It, it's strange to me. But I mean, that part I don't think's real. I, I don't think any of it's real. I think that he's he's fabricating it. So I'm you still, can, I need to see some of the things yeah, you said about like people when he. And I was gonna him. say when he chokes out or when he kills his mom. The, the machines never stop. They never go beep. It's like, how would they, how would no one else not know? I think that, again, he's re... He, oh, I can't wait to watch this again. Yeah, I, I'm telling you. Like, I was like, man, I don't think any of this is real just with how people are acting around him. I, so, this is kind of connected to this. So, I had two huge problems with this movie and then it got fixed. Yeah. Because of multiple choice. Oh, I also want to say hashtag uh, not my Alfred. Anyway. <laughs> who was that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I had to think, like, what was fucking Alfred? Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, not my Alfred. (laughs) Get the fuck out of here. It's like... They didn't, but it had to have been him. Maybe he's Andy. Maybe Alfred's still, like, in fucking, like, where's he from? Like, Britain? Is he a British spy or some shit? Yeah, but, I mean, Alfred raised him from from his youth. This is a new story, so... I don't care. That was Alfred. I forgot forgot Alfred was on. I just was like, I... What? That could have been some other butler. You know, no, like that was Alfred. <laughs> I just was like, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> Miscasting. Yeah, I, like... uh, honestly, I forgot Alfred was even in Yeah, it, so... I just, I thought it was like he stuck out like a sore thumb. Oh, that, like... <laughs> so my two huge problems was uh, where, so he has this smoking hot girlfriend, Arthur does. And I'm like, 
get so I'm sitting in my seat. Yeah. And I'm like, get the fuck out of here. There's no way Zazzy Beats yeah. is gonna go fuck on Arthur. Yeah. Right? I was like, there's no way he's gonna get a sweet piece of ass like that. Even even that she lives in the project, she's still hot as hell, right? Yeah. I'm yeah, like, yeah. I don't buy that. Why does she does she find the funny in him? Yeah. I'm like, no, that's yeah. dog shit. And then halfway through the movie, you find out that... It's Fight Club. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's just making all this up. And I'm like, fucking A, because I had a huge problem with that. And then they fixed it, because that one, you can't really argue. Like, that is yeah. fake. Yeah. You know? And uh, the other one was Thomas Wayne. Yeah. Where he, uh, Joker, was going to be the half-brother of Bruce Wayne. And, yeah. You know, maybe Thomas Wayne did bang the maid. Yeah. Okay, or the help, and you know, I don't think he got her pregnant, but you know, we can still have that conversation though, which is cool. Well, but I don't think that the think? Joker is the half brother to Bruce Wayne. Yeah, it's and too so on the nose. It's too on the nose, and I think it's it. It almost feels like you're just trying to do something different and rock the boat just to rock the boat. Yeah, and I don't like that. But now a lot of this movie is very you know multiple choice. Now I can look at that and say, I don't like that, and I don't. Have I don't to think that happened. That. Yeah. I don't have to accept that. Yeah, I think he's just fucking crazy. Yeah. What do you think about those two scenarios? Did you have a problem with either one of those? With like the girlfriend and no? Because again, I thought something was weird. I really was like, I was happy when it, he wasn't his half brother. That I was like, that's stupid. It's too on the nose because I think so much of this movie feels like a Batman origin story anyway. That like the 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 city's looking for a symbol to rally behind, yeah. and it's this evil clown yeah. rather than a bat. Yeah. And I'm like, Isn't that dude, great? this is. I'm just like, it's mirroring a Batman story. Yeah. It's kind of neat. And to yeah. come out of the theater and say it doesn't feel like a comic book movie, like I didn't even think about that. Yeah. That is brilliant, right there. That makes me even like the movie yeah. even more. Yeah. I don't even think that was possible. But. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no, it's silly to say that it's yeah. not a con. I mean, all the themes are there. Yeah. I mean, like this this thing just keeps getting nerdier and nerdier the yeah. the more you sit and think about it. Jeremy, when you were watching this, did you have a problem with the girlfriend? or with a half-brother? She is really pretty, I'll give you that. Well, yeah, I I had a few problems, and like you said, they all don't exist if the movie didn't exist. Yeah, it's almost bulletproof, right? Right, yeah. I mean, like, um, I liked how they kind of portrayed Thomas Wayne as, you know, he probably is doing a lot of philanthropic, like, cool, good stuff in the city, but he's not like this, you know... Um, untarnished character, and th- that's how we see rich people in the real world, right? People worship them just because they're rich. I really liked that. Um, no, I didn't. I, I had trouble believing that that was his girlfriend, but I did like when they revealed that. That because I, I mean that's something that you know a paranoid schizophrenic or whatever would create the, their own reality around those kind of things. That's a very real um, thing, right? For somebody with mental illness to kind of create these their own. Um, their own reality, uh, but but yeah, all my problems were in how people kind of didn't act the way that they should. Like that mother would not say, "Stop bugging my kid." She would tell her kid to turn around. Um, I don't know. Maybe and, I, I could see her interacting with him like that. What do you guys think about the whole when he's talking to his caseworker in the beginning? He goes, "I don't feel like you've ever actually listened to me." And I love she, that, and she just stares at him. Yeah. Do you think that she's actually, that that even happened? Maybe. Because, what? like, what, no one would just stare. I love that you know line, I mean? by the way, too, when he goes, I always have negative thoughts. Yeah. I was like, oh, my gosh, yeah. dude. And, I mean, it makes sense, too, that if he goes off his pills or whatever, then he starts getting more and more crazy. But I still don't think that... Uh, yeah, I don't even know, like, the bathroom scene where Thomas Wayne decks him in the face. Yeah. I don't even know if that happened. Because how could he have gotten in there? Yeah, you know I mean, what I mean? Yeah, he, he sneaks in yeah, and he's, be... he's dressed as a bellhop. Like, bullcrap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, dude, but I well, love... That's a very Joker thing to do, right? Is to, like, wear yeah. a disguise. And, like, yeah. that was kind of an origin of 
what he does when he is the Joker, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so. Yeah, but th- so those problems that I had went right out the window, you know, because of the multiple choice. And I will tell you one thing that I love, and I think this movie does it the best. And the entire time I was watching this movie, I was like, I have to see Thomas and uh, Thomas Wayne and Martha get killed. I have to see the pearls fly. It's just you expect You that. wanted that? Yeah, I was expecting it. Okay. I didn't know if I was going to get it, though. And the yeah. movie kept on going, and I knew it was uh, coming to a close, and I didn't get it yet. Yeah. And we finally get the kill, you mm-hmm. know, where one of the protesters goes and kills Thomas and Martha. And I think it's done best here for one reason. And it's because, like, Batman 89. I never... I've always had problems with Batman 89 where they just go down the alley. It's like, you're Thomas Wayne. You're one of the richest motherfucking people in the world. Yeah. And you're going to go down a back alley. I just always called bullshit on that. I think that even happens like that in Batman Begins, doesn't it? What? Where yeah. they go down an alley, right? Yeah, because they, yeah. they, they take they the side the door. door. Yeah. yeah, it's like, why the fuck would they go down an alley? And here... They're watching a movie. Did you catch what movie? Dayblade Azaro. That's yeah. how we, that's, Zorro. That's, that's how we know what year it is because yep. the movie came out in 1981. Well, I was just gonna say too the fact that like it's Zorro. Zorro. Batman yeah. is Zorro. That's awesome. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's so cool. Yeah. And then, um, but the reason they take the alley is because you know this demonstration is going on. The riots are going on. Protesters. So they kind of, they're kind of forced and flushed into the alley so they can escape. Yeah. And that's a perfect way to kill Thomas and Martha, I think. What do you think of how that was handled? I will say this. I think it's interesting that the last time you see it, when he's remembering it in the hospital at the end, it doesn't look the same as when it happened. Like, there's no protests going around or anything. It's just him sitting in the alley. There's nobody, there's no clown standing there with a gun or anything like that. So that's what, uh, I mean, it, it just felt... Like, I didn't mind it, but I didn't love it either, because I'm just like, oh. Did you at least appreciate it because of, because it, it was a, because of well, a protest? It was, well, yeah, I was going to say, it's just neat. it just felt like a bow on the end of the story mm-hmm. that was like, oh, okay, here we go, and this is how we create yeah. Batman. But that, yeah. I think that's another element that makes it a Batman a movie. A Batman movie. Yeah, or, exactly. Not a Batman movie, but a comic book A DC movie. movie. A, a yeah. DC movie, mm-hmm. yeah. So what did you yeah, think of how that was handled, Jeremy? What's up? Uh, that's why I had a problem with it, is I, one, I think the setup, like you said, makes the most sense um but i thought it was filmed the worst like there was no reason for him to grab the pearls other than that's what happens in the comic book because yeah, this was that. like this was an assassin assassination right yeah he was waiting there for the waynes um but so, still, but, so if i can Bruce as well if i can uh, you know jump in real quick though i think even though that there's a protest there and an assassination they're still in economic decay you know um so i think that no matter what you're still gonna grab the pearls probably Everyone's broken Gotham. I guess, but why doesn't he kill Bruce? Because there's no reason to leave Bruce Wayne alive. It is a good point. Um, because he's just shooting people. And then if you're if you're Todd Phillips and you're going out giving all these interviews saying how like you you don't even know who Batman is, you keep <laughs> the character out of the air. Yeah. Like, why do you need the origin story of that if this doesn't fit in to if this is just a Joker standalone story? Um, so then I have to call BS on all the the. Um, interviews he's giving saying that you know this really doesn't connect with with the comics or, or anything because there's no there's no reason to have that origin for bruce wayne That's a good point. if you don't yeah. plan to tie it in yeah but all of the other batman movies have, or not i don't want to call this a batman movie but all the other origin stories oh, that has uh, to do with batman or joker yeah right is you know we still get that it's kind of packaged in that's why i was expecting it i didn't know if we would yeah and so i thought but i thought it was handled beautifully and then did you think the riot looked like watchmen like that Watchmen vibe. I did get a, a little yeah, bit of yeah. just Yeah, that, like, the, like a Zack Snyder filter was on yeah. just that scene. Just that yeah. scene, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I love that ending, by the way. I think that ending Him on was, the cop so, car. It was so, like, 
this Messiah. Oh yeah, yeah. You know that they all praised and worshipped. Yeah. and I could see. I mean, did you see how they picked him up? Yeah, they picked him up so like cool. he was in the cross. Yeah, so yeah. So I, I really did like that ending, though. Mm-hmm. Not the ending, but the Martha and um, Thomas killing. Martha. <laughs> but uh, let's jump into another thing here. Um, do you think we're gonna get a sequel? I, why? What, what would be? The, do you think he's even? I, I think that we would need another movie to even get him to the point that he could be the Joker. Yeah. Because, like, when I... Again, it's him... Ca- they're, like... It, he he captured a different... He captured, like, the psychotic part of him. Mm-hmm. But I don't think he's competent. I don't think he's a genius like Heath Ledger's Joker. Yeah. Yeah, that, like, I don't think he cares. That's the other thing. that I think he went, like, full-fledged intent going on Maury to shoot himself. Or Mari, whatever his name was. Uh, to shoot himself, and then he just decided, you know what, forget it, I'm going to just shoot you. They're like, you're, you're pissing me off yeah. right now. Like, I think full-fledged that he By the way, that was then. ruined for me. Because you know how they're setting it up the whole time that he's going to yeah. shoot himself in the mouth? Yeah. Um, I don't even think I ever told you this, because I, I didn't want to talk to you about it, because I didn't want to ruin it for you, and I yeah. didn't want to tell you. But I think it was about a month before someone put up on... I think it was like a GIF thing. It, the same thing happened to Endgame Iron Man where he snaps. I got yeah. fucked over by that one. I got fucked over on this one too where it shows him kill De Niro. Oh, okay. On The Tonight Show. Uh, yeah. And so I knew that was coming and I stay away from those spoilers ever since yeah. we ruined Star Wars, Force yeah. Awakens. And so I was like, fuck man, you gotta be careful with GIFs when Who big movies are coming there? out. Fuck, I don't know. We're was it on AV? No, it was on my, my feed but I'm just oh. friends with a lot of people that yeah, are yeah, yeah. You know, okay. on AV. So. Gotcha. But yeah, and then my news feed... It updated, yeah. and so I couldn't see yeah. who did it. I could never find it again, so they probably did take it down. But it was already ruined for me, and that sucks, too, because the whole time, I might have thought that he was going to blow off I, his own head. I totally, I still think that he was going in with the intent of shooting himself mm-hmm. in the head, because that's the joke, or whatever, you know what I yeah. mean? That, yeah. That's the killing joke. Exactly, <laughs> it is. So, But I think that he just decided. But I still, like, again, I would take, like... He doesn't seem competent. I would take Heath Ledger's any day of the week if I was going to follow one of them. You know what I mean? That, like, Heath Ledger seems smart and calculative. This guy doesn't. But you know what? I agree. He's a dog chasing cars. Yeah. Even though Heath Ledger says he is, he's not. He's got a a thousand point plan. Yeah. 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 And I do agree with you with that assessment there. Um, However, there is a change in him when he puts on that that suit and the clown makeup that he's... Not saying he's going to be he's intelligent. Confident. He's confident. That's about it. I think it. that confidence could turn into something more down the road. We Maybe. might see another layer to him. Maybe. But as of right now, I agree. But I, I was going to say. He's not a master. Oh, no. I need a whole other movie, I think, before yeah. he's ready. Dude, Batman would beat the shit out of this guy. Yeah, and Just I do. own him. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. And I want to see unless, Robert Pattinson beat the shit out of him. Unless he has his whole army of clowns, you know. And Maybe. Goes. But even then, I think that those yeah. are just guys. Like, I think that... And, it would even care enough. That's yeah. the whole thing that, like, I just don't... Yeah, I just don't see this guy being able to take on Batman. Like, yeah. not even in the slightest. I do. I want a Joker sequel. I just want to see Joaquin Phoenix back in the makeup, back in the suit. But I love his aesthetic. Would, but do you think it would take away from his performance? Like, this one. Like, depending you, on what like, movie You know, too much of a good yeah. thing. Yeah. Depending on what movie they give us. Um, and I think they will make one. Todd Phillips and Joaquin Phoenix both said they had a blast making this movie. They uh, Joaquin Phoenix said today, if they could... They would still keep filming, you know, oh, wow. um, yeah, on set, I, which is co- completely different from Heath Ledger because Heath Ledger went such down such a dark yeah. you know, path to get into the Joker. I don't think Joaquin Phoenix had to do that. Maybe that's just two different people's approaches. To, yeah, to yeah. I mean, art. everybody approaches things. Yeah, exactly. Some you, people you have to do that. Some people can just turn it on. Did you hear the story about the tear, the mm-hmm. teardrop that went down? You know how the blue went down and it looked like a tear. 
Apparently that was not in the script. Really? And it, it, they did it first take, and they're like, well, guess we don't need to do that anymore. <laughs> like, Todd Phillips was like, that was amazing. Yeah. Like, we're just going to use and that. And here's the thing. Todd Phillips and Joaquin Phoenix had a blast. They said they would still be filming now if they could. Yeah. All right? Uh, Joaquin Phoenix said it became his dream role. Like, he was like, eh, I'll do the Joker. It sounds fun. It sounds challenging, especially yeah. with Heath Ledger. He's given Heath Ledger tons of props. Yeah. But um, he said this has become his dream role. Like, he really digs this character now. Um, and he's um, one of those guys that does not go out to the public, you know, does not do screens. No. He's all over the place right now. I mean, he was at uh, Texas Alamo mm-hmm. uh, Draft House. He was just popping in at screenings, talking to people, doing Q&As. And so all of that, okay, all of that right there, and then money talks. Yeah. All right, this money, this movie's making money for DC. It's going to be Joaquin Phoenix's highest payday. You know, Todd Phillips' highest yeah. payday. No, no doubt about it. Yeah. So I think all of that combined, yeah, we're going to get one now. Do we need one? No. Maybe not, because this movie is very unique and it stands yeah, on its own. Yeah, it's cool. It's ambiguity, yeah. which it would be kind of neat to get a completely different story with him. Well, here's okay. Here's my kind of like what they do with like, uh, oh crap, what is that? Uh, What's that TV show with the... Uh, forget it. I can't remember. That creepy but TV show. Here's the interesting thing. What What does a Joker 2 or a Joker Joker sequel look like, right? Because if if a Joker sequel, you're going to want to incorporate Batman. The, you know, Joker and yeah. Batman's yin and yang, right? And if you do that, though, you're going to have to flash forward like 10 years. And that work. takes us to 1990, 1991, 92, early 90s, right? And I love staying in this late 70s, early 80s time frame. And that takes us right out of that. But American Horror Story is the thing I was thinking of. Anyway. Before they, I, before, yeah. Okay. <laughs> sorry. Before I kick it over to you, Jeremy. Um, I would watch another movie where Joker thinks there's a Batman. I don't even give a fuck if there is a Batman. And it keeps you, like, keeps it ambiguous where maybe there is a Batman, maybe there's, maybe he's just making this shit up. I would watch that movie and I can't wait to see Joaquin Phoenix back in the clown makeup. I hope it happens. What do you think, Jeremy? I don't think he will. I think, I think it's very, this is my theory and it's not based on anything, but this is my theory. Um, I think we'll see Joaquin maybe back in the suit in a very, like, cameo type role. I think that the, we're going to get another Joker and it's going to be the real Joker who was inspired by Arthur Fleck. I've heard that Um, too. um, And the reason I think that is because of why did they even have the killing of, of Thomas and Martha Wayne in there? But when they hit his cop car, if all that was real, when they hit his cop car and then the assassination of Thomas and Martha Wayne, that was very organized, right? They knew where he was going to be. They purposely hit it. They had a plan so, like, somebody has organized all these clowns, and I think that somebody is going to just take over the mantle, um, somebody who's smart and... But then again, there's the argument that that never happened. Yeah, there is the argument. Um, and so if it never happened, then my theory's debunked, but... Um, it's interesting, though. That some, but I think it did happen, so... Someone decides. I think there's, there's a new kingpin that's going to kind of copy the persona of the Joker, but in a... Uh, controlled and more deviant way. So, do you want a sequel? Um, I don't, just don't know where they would go with it. I think I think the discovery of the character was what made Joaquin so good. And once he's already the Joker, I don't know that I could watch an hour and a half of that. Yeah, I I'm, I would really like to see one, but yeah, I do agree. There's going to be some hurdles to try to figure out that story and where yeah. do you go. Um, and, and I don't read Batman books, so, you know. <laughs> and you know what sucks? And, and this has been a big... Comic know, we, books are All lame. three of us has had conversations about DC and where we think DC needs to go and, and what they need to fix. And it's still all over the place because um, Robert Pattinson, you know, is going to be Batman. But 
Yeah. In a different Batman? Is it, is it not going to be Ben Affleck's Batman? It's not going to be this Batman? We don't think. Okay, we don't have a lot of information on that yet. But it sucks because you know what I want? I want, because Robert Pattinson has a youthful look to him. I I could see this young Bruce Wayne turning into a Robert Pattinson. And you get Joaquin Phoenix and Robert Pattinson on the same screen together. I'm going to give you my money for a fucking movie ticket. I'm excited <laughs> about that idea, but I don't think that's going to happen. I think no. Robert Pattinson's Batman's... Well, I think they've kind of loosely announced that. Yeah, have they, they even announced it's Long Halloween? or It's just heavily inspired by that. Is that I what guess. it is? I, I don't know. Yeah. And so it's not going to be connected to this standalone Joker, yeah. I don't think. Yeah. But um, could you guys see Robert Pattinson and Joaquin Phoenix sharing the screen together? Do you even want that? I want... Some time needs to pass with Joe Joaquin, I think, that or like, I don't know, it depends on how long he's been in Arkham. Again, I don't think he's ready to go up against a Batman, at least what I saw in this yeah. movie. Or yeah. maybe a young Batman, like a Robert Pattinson, you know? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like, again, I don't think we're going to get that. I think that's no. going to be but a it'd whole be cool. other standalone. I like the look of this guy. Like, I mean, I love the, the, the scene when he walks off the train and he throws the mask into the, and he's smoking the cigarette. Uh, yeah. yeah, like... There was a lot like towards the end. I was really liking the look and everything and his, I love his the swagger. Look of this movie. Yeah, the the swagger and everything that he was kind of you know his dancing and yeah. stuff like that. I don't want to yeah. I don't want to sound like a film snob, but this movie feels like a film. I'm not trying to sound like Martin Scorsese here. Okay. Yeah. This and this is a comic book movie, guys. And this, yeah. do I think this is takes it up a notch? But do you uh, what are your DC birds telling you, Jeremy? Is uh, Robert Pattinson's going to be a standalone? Is that Ben Affleck's Batman? Is it uh, going to be connected to Joker? I think it's standalone, and you know, when we did the Fixed DC podcast that, of course, all the DC uh, people listened to and took inspiration from. Because uh, <laughs> we know what's up. <laughs> we know who listens to AV, and it's all DC ex- and Warner Bros. execs. Uh, yep. That's the majority of the group. That's uh, why I got banned. <laughs> <laughs> right. um, you know, we said that they needed to do this more standalone stuff, and I, I still think we were right, just because this movie was really good and we didn't know whether it would be or not. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, inside of me, I kind of do want to see them on screen together. I don't think we will, and I think it'll be fine. I think that, that DC clearly does better when they fo- are focused on one story as opposed to trying to, to throw uh, a universe at you at the same time. Um you know, their last few movies have been good. I thought Shazam was was a lot of fun. This Joker movie, obviously, um, you know, is the highest caliber of, of the films they've put out so far. And so if they can just focus on on character, they'll they'll be better off. I don't know That's if you I don't know if you felt me out yet, Jeremy, but I think twenty three and I'm a I'm a big Marvel fan, I love the MCU, but twenty three films deep, all right, nothing comes close to the fucking Joker movie. I think this movie is Pantheon, dude. 4.5 to Pantheon. Let's say let's just score it real quick since we're there. Shit. Yeah, let's just score it real quick. What do you what do you Shit. score this? Me? I'm going 4.5 until I see it again, but I might be able to get on the idea that this is a Pantheon oh, movie. You're going to hate me. Then. What do you think? I think it's a solid 3. Maybe really, a just 3. Point. It's it's a good good acting, good story, uh good good cinematography. But I think it's just it's just good. Dude, I it's like all the killing jokes. I, I, I get that. That's cool. Do you that's hate killing jokes, Seb? No, I What's love killing jokes. I love killing <laughs> joke. And I and you know you can find a lot of pictures of me dressed as the Joker, uh, so you could tell 
you know, edgier Seth in 2008. Hey, <laughs> like that, here goes Seth bashing DC again. That, uh, <laughs> but I, I, I have no desire to watch this again. Really? I don't I need to. Wait. I don't need to see it. I've yeah. seen it now. I mean, like, I'm so inspired it, by it, everything it is good. that's on the it, screen. It's really good. And again, I even think that I could like I could pull off that look. Could you get to a 3.5? I could maybe get to a 3.5. <laughs> like it'd be a, a half smiling. Uh, yeah, but I I can't go much higher. It's than all that. good, bro. Yeah, that's just me. I, I think really it's good. It. I really did enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Like, but I mean. At the same time, like, at the end of the day, like, I didn't have a whole lot of fun watching mm-hmm. it. That I'm just like, it's a heavy film. It is a heavy film, yeah. Yeah, so, and, and again, I, I appreciate that it has balls. Yeah. Yeah. Jeremy, but, what do you score it? I am um, a little confused on where I score it. It's somewhere between a four and a five for me. Ah, but nice. fuck you guys. <laughs> well, here's, here's the feeling that I get from it. It's very much like a clockwork orange for, for me, in which, like, I had an experience in, like, when I watched it and I was blown away. Right. But when I watch it again, am I going to have that same experience? It's going to lose some of its yeah. luster. Yeah. Yeah. And, and clockwork orange does, you know, the more I watch it, the more I'm like, why do I want to watch this? Um, Amen. <laughs> and so I, I feel like I could have that experience or I could watch it again and be like, this is the fucking best movie ever. Yeah. I'm just on. having I, this a blast talking about all yeah, the possibilities no, and, and the multiple choices. And I was going to say, I like a lot uh-huh. what this movie well, has Well, then you to even do. said something I didn't even think about, and I, I just praised you a couple minutes ago, but when you're talking about how they're all, you know, getting behind the clown, you know? Yeah. When they, they're looking for a symbol of yeah. hope, you know? And, exactly. You know, they should be looking for a Batman or something. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, now I go... Now I'm gonna be watching this movie through that lens now. Yeah, and, and that's—I like, mean, that's when that's I, great. I I leaned over to my wife and I'm like, it's a, like I feel like I'm watching a Batman movie yeah. without him actually being there. That like Gotham needs something to rally behind. Yeah, yeah. fortunately it's a killer clown. Yeah. But, yeah, and something else I want to talk about. Oh, and the big rat. That's the other thing that we did. <laughs> Jeremy, did you see the big rat? That when he's when he's getting fired on the phone when he brings the uh, when he brings the gun into work or whatever he's on the payphone. There's a giant rat that walks behind him in the background because they're talking about on the news like big rats. I just thought that was oh, hilarious. Yeah. Oh, also, I do want to just throw out the hospital scene when he's dancing with the kids. Like how uneasy oh, all that yeah. is. And he drops the, his gun. Drops his gun. <laughs> like, I mean, it's like Patch Adams from hell. But yeah. like, yeah, it's just... <laughs> Something else I want to talk about is when we did our fixed DC episodes, yeah. we talked about a leader coming in or someone uh, to inspire DC. Yeah. And guys, so let's talk about the director, uh, Todd Phillips. I would never have guessed, all right, that Todd Phillips, all right, would be the guy that put DC, current DC, on the map for me, yeah. personally, all right? I mean, this guy directed Hangover, uh, Hangover Due Date, Road Trip, you know, <laughs> and, you know, they're whatever. You know, they're, they're fine, but... Yeah. And then out of nowhere, he gives us the Joker, right? I'm so impressed. And I pulled up an article I want to read from um, Empire Magazine. So Todd Phillips sat down with them. He talked to them. And he said that he wants Joker to kickstart a new division of Warner Brothers films called DC Black. Ooh, like the comics. So he said each of these, but here's what I love. And this is the, do you remember we talked about how they needed a visionary, Jeremy? So he said each of these films would be standalone stories. And have minimal budgets of around thirty to fifty million dollars, no CGI, and take a darker and more grounded look at the likes of Batman, Superman, and other DC characters. And then he said it would be great counter programming to Marvel's seemingly unstoppable cinematic universe. I love everything he's saying, man, and I think he's onto something, man. Reboot Superman with fucking like a one move, like a one off. 
Give me a red sun movie, dude. Well, how are you going to make him fly with, like, minimal CGI? I know, minimal yeah. CGI. So that's the yeah. thing. Give me a Lex Luthor movie with Brian Cranston. Okay. Anyway, I think That might this, be better. Yeah. This is a... Uh, yeah. Red sun... I, I see what you're saying. You got yeah. some CGI there. Well, but any yeah, Superman you, story yeah. would be tough. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Especially with minimal CGI. What are you going to do? He said no be, CGI. What so. were you thinking? Yeah, what well, CGI was there in Superman 79? None. Oh, yeah, you're right, though. I mean, yeah, no, that was all models. They had to do some green screening. I don't they think so. To. I think it was all. How do you have I'm not for sure. Yeah, how do you fly and stuff like that? I think that? it was all miniature work and film tricks, camera tricks. Okay, maybe. I think. I'd have to look into it. I'm thinking like him flying around the earth and him I, yeah, like, I don't yeah. have the knowledge in front of me, so okay. I can't argue that. But uh, I'm so impressed with this vision of making smaller movies. Because I think that you get a little bit more freedom. Yeah, they're doing this with their comics, and they called it DC Black Label. Uh-huh. He, he says he doesn't read comics. I'm just saying that yeah, like, yeah. they literally are doing that in their books right yeah. now. But what yeah. I love here is the approach. Yeah. you Because know, you can say, let's make DC Black movies and throw $200 million at it. Yeah. I don't think that's the answer. I, I think with Joker, no one's going to argue any decisions that you know Joaquin Phoenix has, especially when you get an actor like Joaquin Phoenix yeah. and Todd Phillips. If they just want to fuck around for a couple days and get some shots... You can with a $50 million price tag. And you know, I mean, they've already doubled their money. Actually, right now, I think it was like 95 over the weekend. But globally, you can fact check me on this, but I think it's almost $300 million. Mm-hmm. All right? On a $50 million price tag, you can fuck around and come up with some really cool stuff. So, yeah, dude, let Todd Phillips start <laughs> messing around in the DC you know, universe. But uh, I'm really impressed with him. What would you guys think? He's the hangover guy. <laughs> it's fine. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I guess. I mean, that's a way to approach it. I mean, um, it'd be kind of neat to see like villains or whatever th- that way. I mean, this is the exact opposite of what you know, like Aquaman was, where Aquaman was like crazy fun. You know what I mean? It would be kind of interesting to see, you know, uh, a counterculture to that, where it's like, oh, well, this is kind of dark and gritty. Although I wouldn't want just a uh, a plethora like. Like a penguin movie wouldn't work like this. You know what I mean? I yeah, think that yeah. this was. I think they kind of caught lightning in the bottle. Maybe a little bit because like the Joker's kind of that thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? That like we've kind of always want. Ever since Dark Knight, I think we've always kind of wanted a movie about the Joker. Yeah. yeah because he. I mean, he's arguably more interesting. Yeah. Than Batman. I think what yeah. turns me onto this is the classic approach to practical filmmaking. Yeah. And I think if DC can do that, you know, in, in different ways with if you can figure out how to do that with Superman. Or Batman, Joker, Lex Luthor—I don't, you know, whatever. I think we could be in, in store for some really epic and pantheon-level movies. Yeah. I, I get really excited about this. What do you think, Jeremy? Yeah, I mean, I think well to to the original part of it. Yeah, I think this is Todd Phillips' best film. I wish I like the quote that you um, read, but most of the stuff that he's saying, I wish he would just shut his mouth because every time <laughs> he speaks, he's the douchebag from The Hangover. Right? <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, I. I I think that they'd succeed if they they did more character-driven stories like this was. I mean, in 1979, when the first Superman came out, people just wanted to see somebody save the day. Now people are so into themselves that they want a character they can relate to and they want to relate to their superheroes. um, So if we did some smaller budget films that were like a study of who this this character is, um, I'd be interested that I'd, I'd buy the ticket as long as you're also putting out things like Shazam and things like Aquaman that are just eat some popcorn have some fun you know um if you mix the two together I'd, I'd be in for it yeah it's a really interesting balancing trick that they're gonna have to figure out because if everyone's flocking to this let's uh let's just throw uh let's just think about this all right 
if Joaquin Phoenix gets Best Actor. All right, let's just say he does, right? Maybe he gets nominated for Best Picture, okay? Maybe Todd Phillips gets nominated for... No, no, just, let's throw it out there. No, okay. Yeah, okay? yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm with you. What if that happens, right? And then you release the fucking Harley Quinn Emancipation of Mother... Fucking... I can't even say <laughs> the, the Emancipation Proclamation. Right? <laughs> I don't know if it's going to be good. Right now it looks like trash, I think. But no, I'm just kidding. I, I don't know what to think of that movie. But anyway, it's like... And then you get that. And then you get, you know, whatever the fuck they're giving us next. And it's like, man, I, you know... Wonder Woman. I like... I yeah. like this Joker movie, guys. Can you do more of this, but they're hanging all of their stuff on that, but you've already won a Best Picture or, you know, nomination for Best Actor over here with Joker? It's like, are you going to go more towards that? Are you going to go back to more Aquaman 2? I mean, what what do you what do you do as a studio? Yeah. You know? No, I, I, I don't even know. I, I think they've kind of backed themselves into a corner. Kind of, yeah, especially as well. It, it, 300 million so far. And and we're not even at Halloween yet. The closer we get to Halloween, this is... I don't think there's a big horror juggernaut that's coming out in the next couple weeks. So mm-hmm. this kind of fills that void. It's the crazy Joker guy, fucking clown makeup. I mean, it's, it's tailored, right? Yeah. For October. Yeah. And I don't think we've... I think they're going to be throwing money at this for the next couple weeks. I don't think it's going to decline at the box office um, yeah. this month anyway. Yeah, I agree. But I yeah, I feel like that they kind of have backed themselves into a corner because, you know, money talks. Yeah. You know what I mean? You gotta give the people what they want. So. But they make money on all these films. I yeah. mean... Well, they kind of do. Suicide There's some Squad of them. is a shit film, right? That made a ton of money. What did? Suicide Squad. Yeah, I don't even know what it made. But I was gonna say, but like, BBS, did it make money? I'm sure oh, it did. Yeah. Or, I mean, like, Justice League, I'm sorry. Did it end up actually making, like... It made I, its it made its money. Back. I thought I it barely it like, made its. I think money it made back. like six hundred million or something like okay. that. Don't even quote me on that. Though. Yeah, I thought it made like its money barely back, compared to like you know all the extensive reshoots and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I had don't to even do. know. Yeah, but all right, let's get into some real uh, quick uh, pros and cons. Things that we uh, didn't bring up. Things you liked or didn't like because um, we talked about some, you know, some big subjects or topics. So let's start with uh, pros, Jeremy. Let's go around. Uh, just what's one of your pros? Anything that we didn't get to talk about? Um. Well, I just, uh, I'll reiterate, like, I think the pro was, was actually, I, I like to see movies that, that, um, you know, talk about mental illness. I think Hollywood has been really afraid of that in the past. I think this movie does it in a really weird, a really real way with a character that's totally fictional. Right. And so, um, that was a big plus for me for the movie. Right on. Another pro for me, um, and this is kind of like, just a lot of stuff, really, but the score is amazing. We didn't get to talk about the score, but no. I think it, it very, brings a mood. Very dark nighty. He's yeah, in just tones. It brings a mood like to that. the movie, and yeah. uh, I don't have the guy's name in front of me, whoever composed the score, but it's amazing. Um, the sound and the images. There's images that are just burnt into my head. Um, mm-hmm. We've talked about the cinematography. It was great, top-notch. Um, just seeing Joker smoke. Yeah. I think he smokes every scene. I just like that, where he's sitting waiting to get all, go onto the stage. Where he's just sitting there yeah. smelling a cigarette. There's an like edginess that. to it, yeah. you know? He's and just, it just sitting there, yeah. Yeah, just really cool. And then um, mm-hmm. just, it, this feels different to me yeah. than everything else that we're getting. Yeah. Um, it feels, so it's just special. And then um, another pro I'll throw out real quick is Robert De Niro. You know, he could have easily phoned this in. He didn't. I thought he did a great job. He's not yeah. in it much, but when he's yeah. on, it's like I believe him as like a late night yeah. know, talk show host. So yeah. that's a few. Any yeah. other pros for you? Two two things. Uh, I just really liked the scene where he was uh, right after he killed the guys, he locked himself in the bathroom and he starts like releasing oh, his yeah. chakra or shadow boxing, yeah. whatever you want to Yeah, that just, you know, I just really liked how that looked. And then. 
you know, that shot over his head or whatever and how he'd hold his head back while he was smoking mm-hmm. and everything and just sit there. Um, the other thing I wanted to point out, too, that I think is uh, a early um, indicator that something's not right with this this whole movie, where he has the whole, like, random thought... Uh, dream basically with Robert De Niro going like hey I wish if I had a son I wish he was like you oh yeah that's the one that I think he's definitely yeah he's well no 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 but it's interesting that that happens in the movie and then another one doesn't happen just that one's there yeah. but then I think that it's like hey don't believe anything you see in this movie because this guy's clearly delusional yeah. and is in like so I think that that's like your early warning yeah the two smoking guns really is that scene and yeah. his girlfriend yeah you know, finding the, that's a you know not really happening yeah exactly that I, I I think that that's just those are like where it's like hey don't believe anything really that you see that I, I uh, that uh, who knows what exactly is going on yeah but so, I yeah so, so go ahead. I I was also just gonna mention that I really I don't know how I felt about the uh, um. Uh, the score when he's dancing down the the stairs. Oh, so I was gonna bring that up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so the yeah. You I was, You want to tell everybody what that's about then? What? You know that's uh, that song there is actually um, what is it created by a pedophile? Oh, really? Yeah. And so they're making a big. What did they used it? That they used it. And he's getting money from that royalties for that song. Oh, I was just gonna say that. That sports me. event song. Yeah. Well, yeah. It just reminds Da-da. me. Yeah. yeah. It, it just reminds me of a Knight's Tale. Yeah. Where it's just like out of nowhere we, yeah. we get this kind of like any, poppy yeah. song. Any, yeah. Any chance anybody can get? It's like they're ripping down this movie because of that song or because it's too violent or it's not even that it's, violent and it's not no. Uh, no. But yeah, I love that scene has already become iconic. Like I think I've seen you know. Um, Fuck a thousand, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, photoshopped images with Doink the Clown on the stairs, fucking Mr. T on the stairs, yeah. Trump on the stairs. I mean, right there, that scene has become iconic. Yeah. And um, yeah, man, I said the cinematography. Cinematography yeah. is so fucking good. The set designs. I love the late night talk show set design. The curtains, the colors. Hey, Jeremy, did you notice the uh, the font for the late night talk show? No, I didn't. Oh, it's Batman the Animated Series writing. Oh, really? Yeah, so I... I, well, I, I do have to watch the movie. Yeah, so I thought that was pretty cool, that, like, the the Murray show or whatever yeah. is written like Batman the Enemy. Oh, cool, yeah, that's awesome. Adventure. Yeah, and I was like, I'm like, hey, I know that flaw! <laughs> like, as soon as I was watching that, and you can't even, like, really, like, you just barely see it in passing, yeah. but yeah. That's cool, and then one yeah. of my, I think my favorite scene was And probably... don't give me that, that he doesn't read comic books. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so, I want to, like, I don't know how much he's read or hasn't, and I, I just feel like I there's so I much... I heard that. I, I'm just saying there's just stuff that's blasting you in the face. Or maybe you know he has. Has. Maybe he has yeah. read, but he wasn't trying to pull anything yeah. from the killing joke. Mm-hmm. I don't well, know. He did it. He, he did. Yeah, I think he did too. And I think that's awesome. But yeah. and then that fever dream of an ending. I've said that a couple times. But that Messiah moment for Joker. I mean, that's kind of just burnt into my head where he gets up and he takes the blood. Yeah, and pushes it. And just pushes it up. Yeah. I'm like, that is so cool. Did you have any other pros that you wanted to bring up, Jeremy? Well, like, you guys touched on a lot of them. I thought that that the secondary characters were really great even though they weren't um you know featured like his mom like does a great job um mm, yeah she's kind of an unsung hero of the movie um because she also it's totally believable that she lost her mind but it's also totally believable that he doesn't think that she's lost her mind right she like walks that line so perfectly um you know well that again you get to pick a b or c which do you think it is um and that's so joker that is so Joker. Yeah. Man. I any cons? Any other cons that we didn't bring up so far? I think it's a little long. Yeah. I think just a little. How long was it, do you know? Isn't it like two hours? 
I don't know what the running time is. Okay. I didn't feel long, really. I was okay. so into it. Yeah. Actually, I think just I by the, a, let me take that I think back. just by the end of it, I was like, yeah. I feel drained. No, that, let like, me take that back a little bit. There were there were moments it's lo- like, where it felt long, um, especially when I was thinking about, is he really dating this girl? Yeah. Is he really the half-brother? Are they really yeah. doing this shit? It and was the, the middle felt like it. A little it bit, was yeah. a little padded. Yeah. Yeah. And I do. I love that scene real quick with prose. Um, I love that scene where he has the clown nose, mm-hmm. and you know he's kind of walking up and he talks to Bruce. That's yeah. a really classy scene. Mm-hmm. Um, any other any other prose for you, Jeremy? Well, it, no pros. Okay, I con. Cons, so. Okay. I. You don't have any cons at all. Yeah, I've, I've got some cons. What do you um, got? So again, like I said, a lot of my cons are based on the fact that the movie happened, which is what I think happened. But I think there were just some unbelievable plot points. Um, like, I, I don't believe that the social services shut down with no transition plan. Like, no, like, go talk to a doctor to get your prescription filled. It doesn't make sense to me that the people at the beginning beat the shit out of him, right? Sure, some kids would, like, steal your sign, but they're not going to put in all the effort to, like, <laughs> Whoop your ass. three miles and then beat the shit out of him. Um, <laughs> That's funny. And then I really didn't. The biggest con for me was when we discovered that the girlfriend wasn't real, right? He was imagining all that. Like, I think Todd Phillips needed to nut up and show him killing them because that's that's the only logical thing that happened in that scenario, right? Is yeah. is to fully become the Joker. He killed them, but um, he didn't nut up. You know, we just move on to the next scene, and we're supposed to like uh, assume that he did or assume that he didn't. But if he didn't, then that makes no sense. So yeah, that was a big con for me. If I can add to that real quick, because I don't have too many cons. I only have two, really. And you hit on one of them. And if he doesn't kill them, then surely they would call the police, right? Well, don't they kind of know who he is anyway? Because he's like kind of viral, for lack of a better term. Yeah, probably, right? Yeah. yeah. So with everyone seeing his you would comedy. think that she would call the police and, and say, hey, you know, this psycho just walked into my room, sitting on my couch. You know, can you take care of this? He was wet. You know, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm scared. And the other one was, uh, I'm glad the little person didn't get killed. That was a great scene, by the way. Yeah, it I'm was glad, good. That yeah. was very uh, edge of your seat. Um, but when he leaves, he tells him that he's going to go on to the, the Murray show. Yeah. And you think, like, right when that little dude... Leaves the room, he's going to go to the first phone he sees and call the cops. Maybe, or would you be scared crapless? Would you go home and lock your door? Yeah, I don't know. I think I would call the cops. Yeah. Is what I would do. And then they would probably have enough time to capture him before he got to the Murray show. And, yeah. Because he did, that was, uh, he still had to get dressed up and everything because he yeah. was pretty much, you know, shirtless and then. Yeah, and hiding in the, in the fridge. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So I think the little dude would have called the cops. I don't know. What do you think, Jeremy? Yeah, I mean, like I said, I think that that there are a lot of plot points that don't make sense if it all really happened. Um, And I think that Todd Phillips, who doesn't read comics, right, relies on the grittiness and the, the, you know, the demonic nature of Gotham City. It it doesn't work in New York City. It doesn't work in Chicago. The story only works in Gotham. Um, It has to be that level of seediness. and so he relies on the audience to know that as well. Uh, so, but then again, if the whole story is imagined, then none of that matters. I want to bring up too, really quick that, I mean, I've talked about it a little bit, but just the fact that, um, I don't like that a lot of this just seems like everything just kind of fell in the right place or whatever, you know, that like, Oh, three guys were beating me up. Then I shot them. And then all of a sudden this whole big movie, it just seems too like too good to be true. I get it's a movie, Mm -hmm. but I just feel like that he's just kind of like, he's riding a roller coaster basically. What am I going to do 
next. <laughs> yeah. And see, that's where I think it can be argued that maybe he shot them and the movement didn't start. So it's almost bulletproof yeah, in that way. Yeah, exactly. And, I, and I, have a, I have a blast talking about that. Yeah, too. yeah. Again, I'm the guy who thinks the whole movie didn't really happen. Uh-huh. So, yeah, or at least most of the movie didn't happen. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right, so. so any more cons for you? Is that pretty much it? That's that's my main one, is I just don't think that he he's not the... Um, I... I he did a great job. He just, I don't think, captured the the parts of the Joker that I liked, if that or that I like, if that makes sense. I don't think he's ready to be the Joker yet. That like maybe, unless at the very end, I get that criticism. You okay? Yeah, I get. So that. you agree with me yeah. on that? Okay, yeah, he's cool. not ready to be the the Joker. That, no, unless that, that yeah, he's not. Yeah, that I was gonna say. There's a very uh, yeah. Yeah, you're right though because you said Heath Ledger. He says he's a dog chasing cars, but he's really not. No, there's a, there's. In a way, he is kind of, right? kind of. But this guy is just literally cars. that. That's it. Literally that. Yeah. Unless at the very end of this movie, he's actually the Joker. Because you know, you, when he runs out uh, or walks out of the the room, his feet, you know, he's leaving blood tracks. Mm-hmm. So he killed her or whatever. Maybe he is the Joker finally. Because I think some time has passed yeah. since. Well, since I wouldn't that. even mind if we did get a sequel. Yeah. And he's not intelligent, but he's so chaotic. Yeah. I could get behind just a chaotic Joker, though. Yeah. And through the chaos. Yeah, you know, I he... mean, you know, Michael Caine in, in the Dark Knight trilogy, and I know this isn't that, but he says, you know, some men just want to watch the world burn. Yeah, exactly. This is not the Joker that just wants to watch the world burn. There's, like, a reason behind it. There's, yeah. you know, so he's not there yet. Yeah, because yeah. I was going to say, too, that he needs to be more organized to be able to watch the world burn. He can't just be one guy standing out there with a, you know what I mean? He Like, he's going to get taken down by Batman. Yeah. He's got to have resources and stuff like that. He's not ready for that sort of thing. All so. right, let's uh, final comments and then tell us your scores again. Um, overall, really enjoyed it, uh, but um, but I, I think that this is something you just need to experience once. That's me. May, I I don't feel like I need to own it on DVD. Watch me end up owning it on DVD. But I um, but I, I like what kind of Jeremy was hitting on earlier. It does kind of remind me of Clockwork Orange. This I one, never want to put it in Clockwork Orange. Yeah, I could watch. A, I would much rather a great dystopia film. Yeah, and I'm just not into that. But yeah. I'm cool with the violence, just not the. Rape. Yeah, I, I think I could get into this way <laughs> more, more than I yeah. could. Yeah, that uh, I would be actually interested in it more. Maybe I could watch it again to kind of reaffirm some of my ideas, but I'm still pretty set in what I what I've thought about. Like, because again, that's all anybody's wanted to talk about since mm-hmm. Thursday. It's yeah. like, Seth, what are your thoughts on the Joker? And uh, and yeah, but overall, I really, really did enjoy and your it. Score is I think I'm gonna three? give it to three. Yeah, okay. that can't I, get to that three point five. I'm right smiling now. real big while I'm giving you that three, okay. man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. that uh, it, it's good. It is. It's a good movie. Again, and. Overall, it's a three. I think that probably the the acting is a four. I think that the the cinematography is a four. But I think that there's some. So stuff I think that all that it. takes it to about three point five. Maybe, but I think that it does pull it down. <laughs> yeah. I, or I think that some of the other stuff does pull it down. Okay. I, um, yeah. I've only seen it once. Yeah. I, I have to. I've I can't wait it. to see it again. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go this weekend after I watch El Camino and Primal. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I have a great weekend ahead of me. Yeah. Um. After a rewatch, I might go Pantheon. Right now, I'm gonna just gonna stick with the four point five. I loved it. Um. I think this is a game changer for DC. You know, yeah. this is this is a DC brand move that makes sense to me. I'm excited for the future of DC. It's a genre change. Yeah, no, too. I'm, I'm yeah. excited for the future of DC. Mm-hmm. If this is the future, yeah. okay, um, I think it's a game changer for comic book movies. Like you said, the genre yeah. as a whole, um, in terms of quality, um, I think it's a game changer for the industry. I loved it. 
absolutely amazing. As of right now, it's my favorite movie of the year. It's early, though, still, because a lot of great movies are coming out, especially mm-hmm. this month. Man, we get Lighthouse. We get El Camino. We have the Mr. Rogers movie coming up. So there's some really uh, big movies. Star Wars. Yeah, Star, Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's some really good content coming our way. Um, Dolomite. Are, yeah. you, are you excited for that? Dolomite? Yes. Oh, I can't wait for that. So, yeah, there's some great content coming out. But as of right now, as of this recording, Joker is my favorite movie of the year, 4.5. Where are you going, Jeremy? I think that uh, my, my final thoughts would be that Pantheon, from from first from first watch, Pantheon performance by Joaquin Phoenix, definitely some Pantheon cinematography and um, sound design mixed in to a mediocre plot. Um, so for me, it's a 4.5 right now. I could <laughs> that It took down. you down a point? <laughs> or a point? Whatever? A point five? <laughs> I, I, I'm saying 4.5, but it could go up or down 0.5 for me on a rewatch. Sounds like a DC fan to me. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Anyway. Uh, any final... That's it, guys? You yeah. good? Yeah. Jeremy, yeah. you good? you get it all out? Yeah, I got it all out. All right. That is a wrap. As usual, I hope everyone has enjoyed tonight's conversation. Where can Videoland find you, Seth? Uh, they can find me on Twitter or Instagram uh, at Laird Geek, L-A-I-R-D-G-E-E-K. And then I'm Seth Fisher. You can find me on Facebook if you'd like. I try not to use it. I am going to probably post this video, though. So there you go. Or this, <laughs> this podcast. Because I'm banned. Because Mark Zuckerberg hates Brad Hawkins. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jeremy, where can Videoland find you? Well, just find me on the Facebook group. I'm not banned. So, um, and you're currently Jeremy selling Cooper. cookies, right? So you can go to Mars. So you can get people to space. Oh, is that it? Yes. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to get to the moon. Yeah. Yeah. By selling cookies. Yeah. By selling cookies. All right. Yeah. Well, thank you for being with us tonight, Jeremy. I'm going to buy them cookies. <laughs> yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah. All right. You can find us on adventuresinvideoland.com. We're on Instagram, but the conversation always begins and ends on Facebook. Facebook. You've been listening to Criticism in its finest hour. Until next time, my good people, remember. All it takes is one bad day. Don't become a Mexican joker. Peace out.